What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Project Freelance, the podcast for entrepreneurs, freelance creators, whether you're a photographer, a videographer, a graphic designer, or you do something else. This is the podcast that I created to help you guys become more successful at what it is that you do. As far as the business side goes, as far as finances go, as far as keeping yourself organized, on time, getting better clients, and I want to help you guys figure out how to travel like I do. So a little bit of background about me, if you're a little new to the podcast or if this is the first episode you've heard, I've been traveling since I was a kid, but I've been traveling for work since I was 20 years old. Um, My first job out of town was on tour with a band as their videographer, and it kind of never really stopped. It just kind of picked up and spread from there, and I wanted to make this episode specifically to talk to you guys about how to get jobs traveling, how to get freelance jobs that are outside of your hometown, that are outside of the town you live in, the city you live in, because sometimes it's nice to get away and it's nice to be able to get paid while you're away. First of all, one of the ways I make money is by selling stock photography and video work. So what I do is whenever I travel, I'll take photos and I'll film my surroundings, the environment, animals, whatever it is that I'm doing, I make sure to bring my camera with me and I capture as much content as humanly possible. And I then will take that home or while I'm on the road, I will sort through all of that footage. I will edit it accordingly, whether it be trimming down videos so that you don't have the shaky beginning and the shaky end of the clip. You just have the the part that you want to show people that you want to sell to people. And then I go to websites like Adobe Stock or Shutterstock or Pond5 or whatever it is that's out there that you use. There are so many different websites. And um, I've done an episode about Adobe Stock. I've done an episode about stock photography. So be sure to go check that one out back in the archives. As far as how I started traveling, I literally just put my feelers out there. I got hit up by a band that asked if I wanted to go out with them. And I said, hell yeah. They said they were looking for a videographer and I, I was ready to go pursue the life on the road. And I've, I've never wanted to do anything else. You know, I've never wanted to get like a regular nine to five job. I've obviously considered it like when times are harder, when money's harder to get, I've obviously considered getting a regular nine to five job, but at the end of the day, I can't see myself doing it. I know that I would not be as fulfilled as I am while I'm traveling and creating content while I'm on the road. I get to see new things every single day. I get to meet new people every single day. And I get to experience life in a way that probably 95% of the world will never get to experience it. A lot of people don't leave their hometowns. And to me, that that is devastating. I grew up in in a town in Oklahoma and I... You know, there's people there that I grew up with that had big dreams and big aspirations, but they never left Oklahoma City or Edmond, Oklahoma. They never left. They stayed there. They grew up, went to school, got a job, had kids, have a family, and now they're doing the same thing their parents did, which is the exact opposite of what they wanted to do. So that, for me, as heartbreaking as it is, it's only more motivation for me that I am doing what I should be doing. I should be traveling. And here's the thing. Travel is something that both my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family have done since the beginning of our family started, you know, like my dad's family is uh, Italian mostly. And so they immigrated from Italy and Ireland to America way back in the day. 
So they've been traveling since since way back when. It, it's, it's almost bred into me to travel, to be on the move always. Um, my uncle Bob, who passed away uh, while he was on a, a winter excursion leading a group of explorers in Canada, he actually fell through a crevasse and he was trapped in there and ended up uh, not being able to survive. And he's inspired me a lot to continue to explore and push myself and push the limits that I've set upon myself because I know that the human body can be pushed beyond anything that we mentally think it can be pushed to. Your body is absolutely powerful and your mind is fragile, but if you train your mind to be stronger, it's a muscle, so it'll get stronger. So the more you travel, the more comfortable you'll be with it. So a lot of people ask me like, oh, aren't you scared being a girl while traveling? And to that I say, yes and no. Yes, because I do realize that being a girl, it is a little bit, I don't want to say dangerous, more dangerous, but it's, you have to be more cautious when you're a female, when you're traveling because of, you know, unfortunately the way of the world, um, rape is a thing that happens a lot to people that are traveling, especially when they're traveling abroad and they're alone. People can get taken advantage of, people can get kidnapped and taken and all these things. Um, Personally, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or anything, but if you follow Kay Nagonio on Instagram, all my links are down below. But if you follow me on Instagram, I don't really look like the type of girl that would get taken or kidnapped. Uh, so I kind of have that going for me, and I know that's a little bit of a, um, I guess, callous way to brush off the topic of human trafficking because it's a horrible thing that happens, and we could talk about that for hours. But for me personally, I... I don't fear that. Um, I used to fear it, but I don't really fear it anymore because I am a lot more confident in myself. I've My street smarts have grown exponentially since I was a child. Um, my grandparents took me on a trip when I was like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old with my cousin up the East Coast of America. And ever since then, I kind of fell in love with traveling. Um, my family has had the opportunity to travel all over the world. Um, when I was 16, my father moved my family to the Middle East, so I got to taste a little bit of that culture. And then uh, my parents split up over there, but after that, I graduated high school in the Middle East, started film school over there, and then moved to Australia for a year with my dad, graduated with a bachelor's in film production, started a band, moved to Los Angeles, and ever since then, I've just been freelancing my butt off. I've been trying to get as many gigs as possible online, offline, when I travel, I try to pick up work if I can. Um, it's a little bit harder to do that when you land somewhere and you don't plan for it. But sometimes if there are local bands that need photography, it's easier to uh, actually talk to them in person when you're there. So, for example, if I were to go to a show tonight here in Louisiana, there might be four local bands playing. Two of those local bands might need some promo photos, and they get paid cash at that show, so they might use that cash to pay me a little bit for some promos. And yeah, I'll do things cheaper while I'm traveling because I know local bands don't have a whole lot of money to burn, and I know they need these promo photos, and it's extra cash for me to spend while I'm traveling, and it's uh, all paid in cash, so you know, taxes, it's it's all good when it comes to that. Um, that's, the, that's the thing about traveling and making money on the road. One thing you need to be very mindful of is 
paying your taxes, don't forget to do that. Tax season is right now. If you haven't filed, you need to get on it. TurboTax is a great way. Um, this isn't sponsored by TurboTax. I just happen to use them. I also use their app, Mint. I am also uh, invested in Intuit, the company that makes TurboTax and Mint and all these other expense apps that are on your phone that you can download. I'll put some down in the description if you guys are interested in that. So yeah, pay, pay your taxes, guys. The IRS will find you, and you will be held accountable for what you owe. So make sure you pay your taxes. Um, but that's something on the road, like keeping receipts. I have everything digitally, so as far as keeping my receipts, I do it all online. And it's a lot easier to keep it organized for myself. I don't like carrying around a bunch of receipts and paper because I feel like it's trash. I feel like it's a waste of paper. I don't even want them to print the receipt half the time because everything's already on your phone. Um, and there are apps that will help you categorize your expenses and the things you buy so that you can make your taxes easier. For example, I use Mint and Mint will help you tag things as taxable, tax related, reimbursable, things like that. And you can set it up so that you can identify each purchase and put it into a category that will help you when you are paying your taxes when it comes time to do that. So use apps like that when you're traveling. They really do help a lot. And so I'll go over my Mint account about once a week. Every Sunday I do my expenses. Um, my dad and I have been doing that for about a year now. I send him my expenses every week just so he can get an idea where I am as far as being financially responsible as a young adult who's trying to make it in this world. Um, as a single young adult, I might add, because I live in California, the cost of living is extremely expensive, so I have to make sure that I make enough money every month to not only pay my rent and my bills, but I also want to be saving for my future, for an IRA, for retirement, things like that. And I'm 25 years old, I'll be 26 in June, and I want to get a head start on all that because the sooner you start saving, the better it's going to be for you in the long run. Um, that's just statistically speaking because money grows over time. And this isn't a money or a financial podcast, but so don't take any of my advice uh, and take it to, I mean, you can take it to heart, but I mean, make sure when it comes to financial advice, you get your, you do your research because it's extremely important to keep yourself organized and, and keep your head in the game as far as finances go. And I know there's a lot of teenagers and young creators out there that are listening to this podcast that may not be paying their own rent yet, that may be still living with their parents, may still be in high school even. But trust me, guys, if you can start saving earlier, you're going to be better off in your future. And I know it's really hard to have that future mindset whenever you are a teenager, a young adult, because we're so focused on now and we're so focused on surviving that we forget that we need to save for our future. So... Keep in mind, uh, there are apps out there that can help you with all that stuff. Like I said, and anything that Intuit makes is great. And for traveling, as far as driving goes, because I do drive a lot, and with taxes, you can actually pay off or you can write off uh, a percentage of your mileage. So I use an app called Mile IQ to track my mileage when I drive, and I get money back for uh, for my miles that I've driven. So, like I said, apps like that are really handy, and they automatically track your your movement in your car, which is really cool. So you just have to sort. Like if you were in an Uber, you have to make sure you get rid of that uh, mileage on there so that you keep it as accurate as possible because, like I said, the IRS can uh, look into all this stuff if you don't have it all calculated and written down and – and uh, basically, if you don't have evidence of all this stuff, if you don't have a log of it, they will 
fine you or do whatever it is that they do, start taking your stuff from you. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I do with my apps when I travel. As far as what do I bring with me when I travel, I'm going to put a link down in the description. I actually have a video that I made before I traveled to Greece with my travel photography bag, everything that I pack in my backpack. So if you want to check that out, I'll put a link down in the description. You can see what I bring with me when I'm traveling abroad. Um, typically I always have, you know, my camera with me. I have two to three lenses with me. I try not to pack too much stuff. I usually have my drone with me. My drone can actually fit in my backpack. I have a DJI Mavic Pro, so that that's small enough to fit in my backpack. And I'm thinking about getting the Pro 2 because I like the way the camera's mounted in that. So I might actually be switching to the Mavic Pro 2 whenever I get back from this Alaska trip. Um, but I try to pack as light as possible. I have a Pelican case, a small Pelican case. It's a hard case. It can fit in the overhead carry carrying bins in an airplane. So I don't necessarily have to check my bag, but I can gate check my bag so I can actually bypass having to pay for a bag fee. So keep that in mind. If you travel a lot or if you're new to traveling, they make you pay for your check bag at the, uh, the desk whenever you check in for your flight. But if you don't have anything that TSA is going to take from you or that you're going to get flagged for, you can actually bring your suitcase through TSA to the gate and they will, nine times out of ten, complimentary, complimentarily, they will check your bag for you to your final destination. So, yeah, for free, they'll check your bag. It's like the only way to get around having to pay 25 to $50 for your bag fee to have them check it at the, uh, at the front desk of your airline. It's a little bit ridiculous that they charge you for a baggage fee, but they're trying to make as much money as possible. They're not in the business of customer service. They're in the business of making money, getting people from place A to place B. So basically, I guess this, this is kind of a financial episode of this podcast because I'm trying to help you guys save as much money as possible and keep your expenses in order and everything while you're on the road, because it's like the most important part of traveling is to keep your expenses in order because if you work on the road, you gotta keep that stuff organized, man. And you can write off more than you think. You can write off your meals, you can write off your Ubers, your Lyft rides, you you can write off your meals with your clients that you're entertaining. You can write off going to the movies because that helps with your research. There are so many things you can write off, but you have to keep it organized and you have to keep it either written down, hold onto your seats. It depends on how you are as a person, how you stay organized. Some people have to have receipts. Like for example, my dad and my mom are pretty old school, so they keep their paper receipts and they do their taxes that way. Personally, because I'm a millennial, I like all these new apps. I like these apps that help me stay organized because I am on the go. I don't wanna carry all this paper in my backpack because you know, the more I, I buy when I'm traveling, which I don't spend a lot of money, I don't really buy souvenirs, I'll buy little things here and there. Um, my little souvenir that I get is usually a Hard Rock Cafe Zippo lighter. I like to collect those. So I have, I have a bunch of those from all around the world, from Madrid to Bangkok to Dubai to Kuwait, all over the place and all across the United States. So if you ever go to a Hard Rock Cafe and you're in a really cool place and the lighter looks cool, pick one up, mail it to me. I would love to have it. No, I'm just kidding. Keep it for yourself. Start collecting something when you travel. It's really cool. Um, I saw a guy with the same backpack I have and he started putting flags, like a flag, um, 
like sew on patches on his backpack so his bag is now like the flag bag and i think he's known as like the flag bag on instagram um i'll put his link down below so you guys can check his stuff out really really cool blog i love I love seeing that he gets to travel so much and he puts all these patches on his bag. It's a really cool way to go. I would do it with my backpack, but personally, I'm going into a lot of abandoned buildings and I want to be as incognito as possible. So if I put a bunch of bright flags on my bag, it's going to be a little bit of a giveaway. Um, so probably not the best way to go for me personally. But yeah, check out the flag bag on Instagram. Like I said, I'll put a link down below to the correct user handle so that I, I get you guys to the right person. But yeah, I travel pretty light. I uh, like on this trip right now, I'm in Louisiana for like four days. I brought one pair of jeans. I have some sweatpants that I travel in made by Team Farang. They're a parkour group. If you guys need some uh, joggers, some sweatpants with zippers in the pockets, which is what I was looking for. I needed some sweatpants that fit me well, that weren't too baggy. Um, that were comfortable, that were stretchy, that were meant to be moved around in, and that had zippers on the pockets because I like to wear sweatpants when I travel, when I go through the airport. I don't really like to wear jeans when I'm on an airplane. So having new sweatpants like these from Team Farang, they're super comfy, super stretchable, and they're made for parkour. So you can run around, you can get them dirty. They get really clean really easily. I was playing with with my uh my cat the other day got these pants covered in fur i didn't even have to use a lint roller and they're completely free of of cat hair right now and it's uh, it's incredible so so glad that i used uh a little bit of pay money that i got on a gig to buy a new pair of sweatpants they're a little bit expensive i think they were like 60 67 dollars 70 dollars and then you automatically they only give you the option to do dhl uh, premium shipping, which is like $20. So I think I paid like $87 to get these sweatpants, but I know I'm going to be wearing them for the next year, year and a half, or however long they'll last, I'll really be wearing them. So super glad with the, uh, the investment I made on these pants. And so that I bring, I bring my sweatpants. I bring like one or two pairs of pants. I'll bring, you know, like three, four shirts, except I usually will wear like one shirt you know, like, uh, one or two shirts. Like I, I know, here's the thing. The more I travel, the less I bring with me because I know that I don't need as much. I don't, I'm not here to impress anybody. You know what I mean? Like I'm not dressing up fancy, going to bars, trying to get dates, trying to hook up with people while I travel. I'm trying to get work done and continue to live the lifestyle that I love to live, which is outdoors, excursions, explorations, adventures, things like that. So, I try to pack for that, you know? I bring my laptop, I bring a hard drive with me. I actually just uh, duct, ta duct taped. <laughs> my hard drive was sliding all over the place when I travel and it would come unplugged because it's like, it would fall off of my tray table in the airplane and it would come unhooked and that's not good for your hard drive. So I was actually watching Jason Paul, who is part of Team Farang, the parkour group. I was watching one of his videos recently and he actually, I saw his, hard drive velcroed to his laptop and I was like oh my god that's brilliant just velcro it to your laptop so it won't fly all over the place so now my hard drive is actually velcroed onto the top of my laptop and uh, that helps a lot when I'm working on the road so thank you Jason for 
for and I mean thanks for posting a video with your laptop in it so that I could see how you run your rig. I would love to have you on an episode of the podcast by the way, uh Jason, if you are interested in that to talk about parkour, it'd be really cool and I would love to have you on, man. So if anybody knows Jason, hit him up on Twitter, hit him up on Instagram, on YouTube, whatever. I'd love to have him on an episode of Project Freelance. Link this episode to him. Hopefully you'll hear it. And uh, he actually, he's lived a nomadic life for years. And he he travels with a backpack. That's all he's got with him. He doesn't have a whole lot of stuff. He actually just bought, or he just moved in with his family in his family's house because he wants to have a baby with his girl, which is really awesome. Super stoked for that. Super stoked to see the videos. Um, speaking of people having babies, all of We the Kings now has babies, or they have babies on the way. Uh, well, not all of We the Kings, but most of We the Kings have babies or are babies on the way. Charles Trippy and Allie West, well, Allie Trippy, I guess I should say, they uh, just announced that they're having a girl. So congratulations to them. Good for you guys. Super stoked to see the little one. And congratulations to Charles because Charles has had brain cancer, as you guys know. And he froze his sperm before he started doing his treatments. And I guess that uh, he didn't really need to do that because he's good to go. He is good to go, which is awesome. That means that the brain, brain cancer did not... Uh, sterilize him the treatments didn't sterilize him and i know that's kind of personal information but uh i mean it's i think it's really exciting that he is having a child and that he's able to have children it's really really cool to me and i was so so ecstatic to hear about it so back to uh traveling and and things i bring with me yeah i bring one pair of shoes you don't need seven pairs of shoes with you guys at most, I bring two pairs of shoes, but typically I try to stick with one pair of shoes because I don't want to bring more than I need. See, here's the thing. I hate packing and then not using the things that I brought with me because why did you bring them in the first place? You know what I mean? Um, sometimes I'll bring a blanket with me depending on where I'm going. Sometimes I'll bring my hammock with me depending on where I'm going, but that's relatively small. It attaches to my backpack. I can carry it with me. Always bring my tripod with me. Uh, I'll either attach it to my backpack or I'll put it in my suitcase if it fits in my suitcase, depending on the size of the tripod, depending on the size of the suitcase. But for this Alaska trip, I'm bringing a little bit more because I know it's going to be cold. It's going to be freezing. I want to bring more gear with me. I'm also bringing my Spider-Man suit. That's something I also bring. Uh, depending on where I travel, I'll bring the Spider-Man suit. Nowadays, I bring it most places, but the mask is a little bit bigger. And so I have to put that in my backpack. So that's more space in my backpack, more that I have to carry on my back. But um, people love Spider-Man. And if you guys don't know, I actually cosplay as Spider-Girl. I have a Spider-Man suit. Custom fit to me, has built-in shoes, has a mask with a face shell and magnetic lenses. And you can see that all on my Instagram at Kanagonia, like I said earlier. So I've worn it in Paris. I've worn it in Greece. I'm going to wear it in Alaska, even though it's going to be 20 degrees. I'm probably going to get hypothermia. But you know what? Do it for the gram, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I try to travel pretty light. And how I make money traveling, it depends like I said, sometimes I'll get jobs while I'm out on the road, but most of the time I'm going to a destination to do a job. I'm going there to film a thing. I'm going there to take photos of some people or film a music video or whatever it is. And while I'm there, I make sure to take, you know, either a couple hours to myself or a day to myself to go explore where I'm at, take photos of where I'm at and get, get the scenery down, get the scenery and the environment that I'm in, whether it be urban or rural, I love, do, I love doing things in the city. Um, I went to Toronto for Christmas and to write some music, and I 
simultaneously did a photo shoot for a band and I shot a lot of stock photography. I explored an abandoned paper mill with my friend Ryan that I was staying with and who I was writing music with. And, um, so I took a ton of photos, edited them, uploaded them to Adobe stock, and now I'm making money on them forever. They can be downloaded and licensed over and over and over again. So that's money that's coming into me every single month from things like Adobe stock. So that is a huge, huge source of my income. So if you, uh, if you want to support me in that way, if you need footage for your thing, or if you need a photo of a thing, check out my stock page. I'll put links down below. If you want to get started selling your own stock of photography, there's also links down below for that. Um, and if you need some editing software, I also have links down below for that. Discounts, you know, all the goods, all the goods for you guys. As much as I can get for you, I will get for you. Um, what else do I want to talk about in this podcast as far as traveling goes? Eating, food, how do I eat on the road? Um, to be honest with you, I... I have a pretty, I have a healthy lifestyle. You know, I, I, I eat pretty well. I try not to eat fast food when I'm traveling. I try to eat something healthier, even if it's at a restaurant or even if it's from like a grocery store, I'll go get a bunch of fruit. I love having oranges with me. I usually have some sort of oranges or uh, apples or, you know, something with me to snack on that's healthy instead of just eating junk food all day, every day, because that's not, you're going to feel like crap. Why do you want to feel like crap when you're traveling? It's not fun to feel like crap when you're not at home. If you feel sick, you would rather be at home. You don't want to be in Alaska trying to have a good time feeling like crap. So I try to eat as healthy as possible. That's really, really important to me. Um, I do drink a lot of Dr. Pepper. That's pretty much the only thing other than water that I drink is Dr. Pepper. Uh, that's like my vice, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Um, so Dr. Pepper is my, my number one go-to when I'm on the road. It can be a little bit harder to find depending on where you're at, but typically I, I, uh, I find Dr. Pepper. I've found Dr. Pepper in every country I've been to. I found Dr. Pepper in Paris. I found it in Greece. I found it in Madrid. I found it in Italy. It's out there. You just got to find it. It's in specialty stores and you just kind of have to, uh, keep checking the little tiny stores and you are bound to find it one day. So other than that, like I said, I usually am traveling somewhere because I have a job already set up. I have a gig already set up. I've done real estate jobs, traveling, um, and that's the thing. I get a lot of my jobs online, so oftentimes they're just looking for a photographer. They don't know where the photographer is coming from, and if their budget allows for it, I will fly in, I will get a hotel, I will shoot your event or your building or your band or whatever it is, and then I'll fly out. But like I said, I always make sure I take a few hours or a day to go see the environment or uh, whatever's around me, some monuments, tourist attractions, whatever it is, just so I can take some time to myself to get to know the area I'm in and see what goes on in that place. Everywhere I've been is different. Everything I do is photographed or filmed and you guys can follow along on Instagram at Kanagonio. You can see my photo and video work at no.tracers and you can follow along with my adventures on YouTube at youtube.com slash just the letter K. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of Project Freelance. I will be in Alaska so the next podcast that you will be hearing from me will probably be from the hotel in Alaska. Um, and I might actually do an episode with my client. I'll let you guys know more about that 
on Twitter, on Instagram. So be sure you follow me at Kanagonio on those things. And I will talk to you guys next week on another episode of Project Freelance. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And be sure to subscribe if you're new. Give it a rating if you haven't already. Leave me a review. Let's get this to, I would like to get 100 reviews or 100 ratings by June of this year on this podcast. It would really help boost the uh, exposure of this podcast so we can meet so we can reach more people like yourself thank you guys i appreciate it this has been another episode of project freelance stay strong keep enduring go travel and pack light talk to you guys soon